In this episode, I'm going to be discussing food sensitivity testing. Are they right for you? And should you be doing the testing? Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Food Revolution Friday. In this segment, I am going to help you to decipher through all of the misinformation about food out there so you can feel empowered instead of confused. My name is Dr. Chill. Thank you for spending your time with me. Hey everybody, Dr. Chill here. Hope everybody is having a great week. Thank you so much for listening. This episode, I am going to be breaking down food sensitivity testing with you. I have a lot of patients coming into me and they're super confused about food sensitivity testing, what it is, what the difference is between that and a food allergy and a food intolerance, and when they should be doing that. So I am going to be breaking it down for you because I'm sure you guys are confused as well. So let's first break down the difference between a food intolerance, a food allergy, and a food sensitivity. So a food allergy is when you eat something and you get an immediate response to it. That immediate response is usually happens within like an hour and it could be a mild symptom or a severe symptom. And it could be something like you get hives right away or your throat closes and you need to go to the emergency room or you need that EpiPen with you. That is a true food allergy and that is what is considered a type 1 food allergy or a type 1 hypersensitivity, which is an IgE, E as in Eric, hypersensitivity. Now, a food sensitivity test. This is more so of a type 2, type 3, or a type 4 hypersensitivity. This is something where you eat something and the symptoms may not show up for like four days. That's why it might be really difficult to know what you're reacting to because it, the symptoms may not show up for like four days. And this is the testing that a lot of naturopathic doctors, functional medicine doctors, integrative doctors and practitioners will usually run because this can be a good marker for some of the chronic patients that they have. And we'll kind of get into when to do food sensitivity testing with that. So food sensitivity, this is the type 2, type 3, and type 4 hypersensitivities. And this more deals with IgA responses and IgG responses. And these symptoms may not show up for four days. Now the next thing is a food intolerance. So this is going to be more of like, a lactose intolerance. This is specific to people who don't have a enzyme to break down that particular food. So they have an intolerance to that food. And it's different than a food sensitivity because a food sensitivity is really they're having an antibody reaction or an immune reaction to that food. An intolerance is they don't have an enzyme to break down that food. And food sensitivity and food intolerances 
are different than the food allergy because the food allergy has more of that immediate response. So hopefully that clarified the food allergy, the food sensitivity, the food intolerances a little bit for you guys. I know it can be a little bit confusing as to what you need to do for those testings and when you need to uh, test it. So in this episode, I'm gonna be talking more about food sensitivity testing. And this is great for when you might have issues that are a little bit more chronic and that you are trying to figure out what is happening. I do this food sensitivity testing with my patients who are struggling with weight loss or their metabolism. They may have skin issues like acne or eczema, even my autoimmune patients or my my sleep patients or my insomnia patients where they can't get to sleep. Here is why. Food sensitivities can cause systemic inflammation, and it's that inflammation that can cause issues with all of those different conditions that I talked about. With weight loss, that systemic inflammation can prevent you from losing that weight that you're trying to lose. Or those reactions, that inflammation is in your digestive system so you're not breaking down the food and absorbing it as well as you should be and you're not getting the energy that you need to be doing to increase that metabolism and it happens from a cellular level with that. With skin issues, with the food reactions, what occurs with that is that you are trying to eliminate it and if your digestive system isn't functioning properly because you have this inflammatory process from the foods, those byproducts end up trying to be eliminated through your skin, which is a major organ of elimination. And for my autoimmune patients, I'm just going to tell you a few stories from my patients. I've had a lot of autoimmune patients that have come into me with Hashimoto's and they have tried everything and they were still not feeling the way that they were supposed to be feeling. And I asked them if they've done, they've ever done a food sensitivity test. And a lot of them didn't. And when I would do the food sensitivity test with them and they would take out those inflammatory foods, that was the missing piece that they needed to start feeling better. It was that obstacle for them and they were doing everything else correctly and they thought they were eating clean they were on the correct supplements and the correct medications we just needed to do that one little tweak for them and find out exactly what kind of foods they they, they were reacting to and when we did that and started to heal their digestive system and their gut a little bit more that's when they started to feel better and get better and then all of their symptoms started to improve and then they were able to live their life again. And with my sleep patients, when I did this food sensitivity test, what happens with this is these food reactions can actually cause a histamine response as well. And that histamine response can be excitatory. It's that neuroexcitatory reaction that can keep them awake. So when we do food sensitivity testing, and remove some of those food reactions from them. A lot of times their 
insomnia starts to dissipate as well. Now, as a naturopathic doctor and a functional medicine practitioner, I am looking at everything holistically. So those are just a couple of examples, but you have to look at everything that is going on with your patients. And that's what your doctor should be doing for you as well. And the main goal with these food sensitivity testings is to decrease inflammation overall. And doing that really helps to remove some obstacles that have been preventing them from feeling the best that they could be feeling. Now, is this perfect? No, but it is a great foundation so you know what you're dealing with and this is something that you can do to get you to that next level if you're trying to get there or if you've been trying everything, you're, you're eating clean, you, your medications are optimized for you, you're, you're taking the right supplements and you're still not where you need to be, then this is something that you might want to consider. And some of the symptoms that you may have to consider this test are going to be things like gas, bloating, digestive issues, even chronic fatigue, abdominal pain, constipation, brain fog is a huge one, skin issues, even bronchitis and asthma-like symptoms, musculoskeletal joint pain and muscle stiffness and swelling. These are the symptoms that I will look for in my patients when I do the food sensitivity testing with them. So if you have those type of symptoms, this is when you should look into doing this food sensitivity test. I love this test. It has brought a lot of my patients to another level when I did these tests with them. And the two labs that I work with that are great for these food sensitivity tests are going to be Great Plains Laboratory and then also Vibrant Labs. The reason why I like to work with these the, these specialty labs are because they have upgraded technology that's actually a little bit more sensitive than the ELISA test, which is your typical food sensitivity testing that you might be able to get just online uh, anywhere. And these two tests are actually a little bit more sensitive, which means that they're a little bit more accurate and a little bit more effective. I've done both the ELISA testing and then these testing, and I've gotten different results with them. And I've actually gotten better results with my patients in these two lab tests. And if you're trying to get the lab test for yourself, what, you, what I would recommend is for you to work with your practitioner. They're going to actually be a little bit less expensive for you because if you try to get these tests yourself, they actually have like a patient pricing versus a practitioner pricing. So again, those two labs are going to be Great Plains and Vibrant Labs. With Great Plains, you could test over 190 different foods. And the reason why I like Great Plains as well is they also add a candida and a yeast antibody. So this gives me a clue if they have, if my patients have digestive issues, if they may have dysbiosis as well. And dysbiosis is just an overgrowth of some sort of bacteria, fungal infection, even parasite. It's just an overgrowth of it. So this gives me a clue along with the patient's symptoms 
to figure out if they may have some sort of overgrowth that may be occurring. And with Vibrant Labs, they have two different uh, they have two different food sensitivity panels, and the, it's a pretty comprehensive panel as well. And with Vibrant, they also test for IgA responses. And with IgA responses, this gives me a good clue to see if there's any digestive mucosal damage. And it's that mucosal damage that can cause issues like asthma-like symptoms or bronchitis or um, or seasonal allergies, things along those lines. So I love the Vibrant test when I have patients with seasonal allergies that may be occurring because there may be mucosal damage. And when there is mucosal damage in your digestive system, there is usually mucosal damage in your respiratory system as well. And I've seen a lot of times when I fix that mucosa from the IgA antibodies with the vibrant lab testing, a lot of times my patients that have seasonal allergies, that starts to go away for them as well. So again, when should you consider to do this testing? If you've been struggling with weight loss and you have tried everything, you've tried every single kind of diet, what you might want to look at is if your metabolism is working the way it should be working. And one of the um, tests that you can check for that is if you have any food sensitivities and if those food reactions are causing the systemic inflammation and where you're not able to absorb your foods properly and then your mitochondria is not functioning in your cells, if you have skin issues, if you have autoimmune, like I said, I worked, this has worked really well with my patients with Hashimoto's and other autoimmune conditions because all we're trying to do is decrease their systemic inflammation overall and even if you have sleep issues. So hopefully this was extremely helpful for you in deciphering through the food allergies, the food intolerances, and the food sensitivities and when to do them. So reach out to your practitioner if you have any of these symptoms and the two tests that I love are Great Plains Laboratory and Vibrant uh, Labs with that. Please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram page at VitaminRxClub or on my Facebook page at VitaminRx. Again, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye! Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode. As an avid podcast listener, I'm aware that you could have listened to a plethora of other shows out there. Hopefully, what I shared with you today helped you on your journey in being the highest and best version of yourself in health and in life. If this did help you in some way, please share it with someone else who you think might need this as well. We are definitely stronger when we help one another. And I would love if you could subscribe and give me a five-star review. And as a thank you, I want to help you even further by giving you a bunch of free goodies. Who doesn't love free goodies? I know I do. So go to vitaminrx.me forward slash free. Again, that is vitaminrx.me forward slash free, where you will get free access to my health directory with a bunch of resources, guides, 
books, access to my supplements, my favorite supplements, and my protocols, and much, much more. So enjoy. My name is Dr. Chill with Vitamin RX. Thanks again for tuning in. Here is to us, to becoming the best versions of ourselves. I'll see you next time. Much love. Oh,